welcome to the Weight Loss for Nurses podcast, where nurses come to learn how to lose weight for good by ending the BS cycle. So if you are a busy, stressed out nurse, and no matter what you do to lose weight, nothing is working, then you are in the right place. Each week, I will show you how I lost 100 pounds, but more importantly, I will show you how you can be able to enjoy your job and your life. So let's get started. Welcome. Today, I'm going to talk about something that maybe isn't the easiest to talk about, and that's grieving. And I know as a nurse, I thought I allowed myself to grieve, allowed myself to feel sadness. But I really don't think I did. And I think a lot of nurses really struggle with this too, because we are so, we have to stay strong. We can't show emotion at work because how can we do our job if we do? So the reason why I wanted to talk today about this is I went to my uncle's funeral last week on Friday, and it really made me think about how did I actually allow myself to grieve? Because it was a different experience. It was the first time that I ever remember that I was present there. And I, I felt like I felt the grief. I allowed this, myself to grieve. And I, that's why I wanted to talk today about this, because as a nurse, like I said, we're strong. We have to be, you know, doing that because we've got so much to get done at work. When somebody, our patients are not well, our brain has to be focused on our job. What do we have to do to help our patients? And I know for me, it was a really, you know, I struggled. I struggled with, did I really allow myself to grieve? I now see I didn't think so. I remember working in ICU and I had this, it was when I first started and I had this 17, 18 year old girl. She went to her grad and she had severe food allergies and they let, she let them know ahead of time. This is the, this is what they are. You know, they guaranteed her. She will get the food she's supposed to get. Well, she didn't. She left there. She went outside to get fresh air because she wasn't feeling well. She collapsed. And by the time somebody found her and brought her to us, we tried our best, but we couldn't save her. And I remember thinking how sad it was. And it was sad. But when I was at my job looking after her, yeah, I had that thought it's sad. And I felt that bit of sadness. But then I had to like push it to the side, put it in that uh, compartment. I guess it's like, I, it's like, disconnect myself. I, I know I had, I disconnected myself for a very long time. So I disconnected myself from the feeling. I was all in my head about what do I need to do in this moment at, at my job? That's how I got through the day. I had to, there were things I had to do for my patient. But the thing is, that's what we need to do. But then when we walk in the door from work, what do we end up doing? We end up feeling crappy from what happened. We open the fridge or the pantry and we grab food. We grab all this food that, you know, we said we wouldn't eat because we're following our diet and we eat it. For me, it was ice cream. I was a 
big ice cream person or chips or chocolate or whatever junky type of stuff I was there because I associated those foods with feeling better. And they do. They give us a dopamine hit. Those type of foods give us the dopamine hit to feel better. I wanted to feel better. But the thing is that food, once I was done, I didn't feel great. I felt worse from eating that food and the sadness was still there. I was trying to use that food to numb out or deny or avoid the, what I was feeling in that moment. But what I learned as I did this work was when I allowed myself to feel, to be with the feeling, I didn't need food. So I'm going to go back to the funeral. So I had done that for a lot of things in my life. And that's how I lost that 100 pounds and have kept it off over 12 years was I learned how to allow my feelings. But I realized at the funeral that grieving and the sadness, I still didn't quite allow. It didn't send me to eating but I didn't quite feel good. And what I did this time, and it was because I've done so much more work on things, on myself, on getting aware of my thoughts, was at the funeral, instead of being the nurse, trying to look after everybody else, micromanaging things, trying to make everything easier for everybody around me, and how I think this all came to be is I watched my mom. All of a sudden, I had a big eye opener. I am like my mom. My mom was micromanaging, trying to help my cousins out, her nieces out, trying to make it a little easier for them. She had her whole self invested in all of that. She was busy doing that, that then her mind was so full of everything outside of her I could see she wasn't present in feeling. Yeah, she had sadness, but I saw I did it different this time. I wasn't rude or, you know, did not help out. But in the moment when the service was on, I stopped thinking of everybody else. And I sat there and I just was present. I paid attention to my thoughts what thoughts were going on in my mind as I sat there listening to it all? You know, and one of the thoughts that came up was this shouldn't have happened. And the reason why he passed away was it was it was something that maybe shouldn't have happened. He was 79, but he was a he was healthy in so in many ways. He was golfing three times a week, he was canning peaches, doing pickles with his grandchildren. You know, he was living like a, a life that, that he was enjoying. He ended up getting a staph infection in a cut. Three weeks later, he passed away. And in my mind, I thought this shouldn't have happened. It's not fair. And when I thought that, the sadness came up in me. And I, but at this time, I really felt it. I allowed myself to feel it. Because remember, I was talking to you, you know, the last few episodes, that feelings are just vibrations in our body that come from our thoughts. And feelings, the vibration only lasts 90 seconds if we don't fight against it. 
And this time I didn't fight against it. What happened was, is when I had that thought and I had a feeling, and the thing is, the feeling came first. I was feeling this bubbling inside of me, this ache in my heart, the sadness. And then I became aware, this is what I'm thinking. And it just allowed it. And it came like a wave in the ocean and then went down. And then another one came up and I became aware of the next thought. I was watching my, my cousins and going, this is so sad. They just lost their mom three years ago and now their dad. And I felt it. And then I let it crash again down to the bottom. And this was so, like, I want you to try it. What ended up happening instead of having more pain and suffering and more sadness that I didn't want to be with, when I allowed it to be there, I actually felt an ease and a peace in my heart because I didn't fight against it. Because when I stopped fighting against it, then I, my brain started going to thoughts that felt a little bit better going, but you know what? He gave everybody so many gifts in his life. He was such an amazing person. He taught his children and his grandchildren so much. That is amazing. And I started focusing on those thoughts, thoughts that had me feeling better, because guess what? We don't have to feel, stay in the feeling terrible state when we go to a funeral or when we have these clients, these patients that aren't doing well, because, you know, this coronavirus right now that's out and, and all these people dying. And, you know, if you're at work and you're working there, you're seeing the sadness and it is sad, but there's also some of treasure from it, a gift from it. Those patients can show you things that you maybe never saw before. And, you know, my uncle showed me, you know, in, his, in, in the eulogy, my, my cousin shared, his philosophy was life was for the living. And in that moment, when he, you know, when he was struggling, trying to get through this, this staph infection ravaging through his body, he shared that, you know, he has arthritis in his joints and he was having a lot of pain. He was having a lot of back pain and it didn't feel good. He didn't want to live with this much pain. You never saw it on the outside of him, but on the inside of him, he was struggling a bit. So him passing away, it was a gift maybe to him that he wasn't suffering anymore. And it's not a bad thing to think those type of thoughts. We don't have to focus just on the negative and the, and the bad and the terrible, because what's that going to get you? As a nurse, to do the best job you can be, to be the best nurse you can for your clients. When you are drained, like think how heavy it feels inside of you when you've got this, this sadness you're fighting against all the time. That's when we get the stress, the burnout is because we're not allowing that to be there. But when you allow it to be there, 
and let it run through you and see a different side, you're not as drained. You're not feeling as heavy. You are showing up as the best person, the best nurse you can be. That's when we can do our job, like an amazing job. You know, it never, ever serves you to hold on to what's dragging you down, what's holding you down. And that was such a big eye opener for me because I thought that's wrong. That's wrong to see a different side, the, a little bit of an easier side from this, this tragedy things that are going on. So I want to leave you with that thought that, you know, life is for the living. And when we're in that moment, when we see our patients in that moment, we can't control what's going on with them. We can do our best to help them, but we can't change it. But we sure can change our thoughts about it that have us feeling a little bit better. Because you know what? It's okay to want to feel a little bit better. That is okay. You will do a better job when you're feeling a little bit better. And that's not meaning you're a terrible person because you weren't wanting to keep in that, I'm going to feel terrible. Like, I think we think as nurses, that's our badge of honor. Like, you know, it's terrible. And, you know, we have to stay with that terrible to get our job done. No, we actually burn ourselves out by staying in that terrible state. That, I went through that. I burnt myself out. I ended up taking time off because I I was detached from how I felt. I was running on, I'm this strong person. I can do it all. Detached from what's up here to what's inside my, my, my feelings. But when I allow myself to feel, allow it to move through my body, I can then shift to seeing a different perspective. Like that's where the goal is. The goal is what else can we see? Because what you focus on is what you will see more and more and more of. Well, no wonder I I was so stressed. I was so depressed. I burnt myself out. Because all I focused on was these negative thoughts that had such a terrible feeling in me but I didn't allow anything. I just kept focusing on that. But when I shift, yes, I have that thought. And I'm not saying stop thinking it. You never can just stop, but allowing it. And then what else? What else can I think that has me feeling just a little bit better? So I hope this helps you out. If you're wanting to get started on this, to help you feel just a little bit better, help you get through this time where you're feeling so stressed and busy and don't know if you can keep going as a nurse. Because I did that. I tried many jobs and you know what? Nothing ever changed. The only thing that changed was just a different environment. But myself inside never changed until I did this work. So if you're ready to get started head on over to karenshable.com and I have a free video and workbook that you can get using right now that will help you get started. So have an amazing day. 
Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Weight Loss for Nurses podcast, where my goal is to help you end the BS cycle so you can start enjoying your job and your life and lose weight for good. To learn more about working closely with me, please visit me at karenshable.com and I'll see you next week. Oh, 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 oh,